What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Man, it feels so good to be back with you guys today. This is TJ with the Soapbox, and I got another episode of knowledge and information for you guys to chew on. I want to let you know that I really, really appreciate the love and support that you guys continue to show. It's really, really, really helping out a lot with the way that the Soapbox is sort of taking off and moving throughout the world. So I love it. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. So with no further ado, let's jump in the episode. All right, so I've done quite a few episodes on external issues that we have inside of the world and in different format. But the external is just one piece of the puzzle. And there's a whole entire side that we have to explore, and that's the internal. Now, trust and believe there'll be plenty of episodes on external issues and things of that sort. But there's a lot of everyday factors that we have to take into consideration, and they are not just external threats. Today's episode is going to focus on the fight with ourselves. Now, when I say internal, I'm not just talking about individuals in a whole. I'm talking about everything, everything from individuals to companies to races to communities to the world. So we're thinking internally on a much broader basis than just the normal conversation. But the first thing we have to do is we have to build the framework. So let's break this thing down. Everything that exists, exists in levels and layers. See, when I studied Buddhism a long, long time ago, there was a concept that focused on this. The concept of merit suggests that there are three levels of good. So you have the good of self. Then you have the greater good, which is the good of your neighbor. And when I say that, I mean like other people, anybody that is not you. And then, of course, you have the greatest good, which is the good of the entire world or the planet. This concept is so deeply rooted in the Buddhist practice that there's an entire meditative practice that's dedicated and devoted to this particular subject. Christianity takes a much more practical approach with this concept with the idea of being a blessing to the people around you. But even with that understanding, it still has a very spiritual element to this concept as well, with the way that those of us that are Christians have been taught to pray for those around us, for the community, for the world, and so forth. If you take a look at the iconic prayer of Jesus, known as the Lord's Prayer, you'll see that all three of these levels are covered in descending order. The verse, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven, focuses on the good of the world. The verse, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, focuses on our ability to present good to our neighbors and those around us. The verse, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, focuses on the good of self. Now, this is not a theological comparison that I'm trying to present to you guys. I'm 100% sure that many of you that are neither Christian nor Buddhist can relate to the understanding of these three levels existing. I am simply giving you this example 
to demonstrate to you that the three levels that I'm talking about and describing pretty much exist just about everywhere. So now that we have an understanding of the levels, now we need to get an understanding of the layers. And of course, we have two layers that we're really focusing on. One is external and one is internal. The external layer or external issue is anything that exists on the surface or the outside of the body. Now, this is to include individuals, communities, as well as the world. We have to make sure that we understand that while external problems can be widespread, they are always tangible or have tangible solutions. For example, when we look at the world and we think about an external problem, then we have to look at things like global warming. That's something that we have a tangible solution to. We can change uh, our carbon emissions. We can pay attention to cars and plants and how we deal with different gases that we release into the atmosphere. Famine is another external problem that we fight worldwide because we can actually change that with tangible action. We can give food, farm locations that don't normally have the support for that type of action. We can not throw away as much food as we do in this country and repurpose that food once it's not utilized for daily consumption. There's so many different things that we can do tangibly that could help those two things worldwide. When we talk about a community or a neighborhood and their external problems, just to show a couple examples, a community could have a lack of jobs. That's a tangible problem that we can touch, an external problem that we can actually do something about. Because, of course, what we can do is introduce more jobs, more opportunities, work with the community to figure out a way to bring more to the area. Another tangible problem, just to give you an example, could be animals in the community that are all over the place, stray dogs or other animals that find their way into an area. We can trap them. We can do things to keep them from being in the particular area of our children and of individuals that are trying to simply enjoy the area. When it comes down to external issues on an individual level, accidents are one of the key issues that we run into all the time. Many of us have been in car wrecks and things of that sort. Those are external issues that we have to face and deal with tangibly. Another one that happens probably every week for most people, definitely every month, is bills. We all pay bills. We work. We make sure that we handle our liabilities, our responsibilities. So, of course, those are external issues that we face in those three dimensions all the time. Internal relates to issues that relate to the inner workings, systems, and thought processes that result in negative outcomes and actions. While internal issues can also be widespread, they are usually not tangible and very rarely are solved with tangible action. So now right here, we need to clarify a couple of things before we move on. Before I begin breaking down the three levels at the internal layer, I need to address a concept that may be a little difficult to grasp at first. So if you have a hard time, go back to this section and re-listen to this part as much as necessary. So here we go. 
the only level that produces an exclusive internal problem is the individual level. So what we mean is individuals have internal problems. Those internal problems have to be dealt with inside of the individual alone. Those individual problems are exclusive to that one person. So if I have an issue with anger, then my anger issue is my issue. You can't solve it. You can't extract it out of me. It has to be done internally inside of me. It is my own exclusive problem. However, you can assist and you can point me in the right direction, give me good knowledge. You can do all these different things, but what you can't do is you can't reach in and extract that anger out of me. That is something in a process that I have to work through myself. No other level has an exclusive internal problem because every other level deals with more than one person. So for instance, if we were looking at the situation of a community, if there is an internal problem inside of that community, it affects all of the people that are in that community, or at least a large portion of them. If we look at the concept of community and neighbor as a family concept, if there is a particular issue inside of a family, that issue affects everybody in the family, or at least more than one person. It is an internal issue for that particular group of people, but it is not always an internal issue for each individual. So you have to understand that at the individual level, you can have an exclusive issue that only affects you. But as you move to the community and neighbor level and on to the world level, those issues affect multiple individuals, even though they are internal to that particular demographic. Now, the final piece to this puzzle is external issues at lower levels can become internal issues at higher levels. I'll give you an example. Let's say I was the administrator at a boy's home. And at this boy's home, there was constant fighting on an individual level. Externally, the issue is that these guys are always fighting each other. That's external on an individual level, constantly fighting. But on the community level, it is an internal issue of violence. And when people look at the boys' home as a collective, they will say that location has an issue with violence. That's an internal problem that has to be solved. So again, like I said, if anything that I just said doesn't quite register, go back and listen to that whole section before you move on to what's coming next. So let's dig in. So we'll begin this discussion on the big stage and we'll focus on the internal layer of the world. So now when we think about the internal problems of the world, in all honesty, there are so many that we could pick and choose from that we could be here all day just talking about these different things. But the point of this episode is not necessarily to dissect each problem, but more so explain the fact that winning fights, defeating issues at the internal layer 
means that they have to be approached differently than the external. But if I had to weigh the issues of the world, I would say that one of the largest issues that everyone in the world faces and deals with to a certain degree is terrorism. Now, let me make something absolutely clear right now before I continue. I am not, by any means, a counter-terrorist strategist. I'm not employed by the Pentagon or any agency that develops strategies for defeating terrorists anywhere. However, I have been highly trained to deal with certain elements of a terrorist situation. But remember what I said at the very beginning. Internal problems are rarely solved with tangible action. So let's look at the world's response to terrorism. Nine times out of ten, despite some diplomacy here or there, it's usually a military response. We blow things up, we shoot people, and yet terrorists continue. We kill a leader, they promote another one. We destroy a group, a new one pops up. We secure a region only for another region to fall victim. The cycle continues over and over again. Nothing that I've said is to take away from anything that the brilliant and brave individuals, men and women, who fight these battles every day have done. But you cannot defeat an ideal with a missile. See, I like to reference a daylily in this scenario. Now, I don't know how many gardeners I have that listen to the podcast, but if you know anything about gardening or flowers or plants or anything like that, you may have heard of or come in contact with the flower that is called a daylily. A daylily is one of the most indestructible, undefeatable plants that is in existence. Daylilies can be cut down, they can be pulled, they can be burned, they can be uh, not fed, whatever the case may be. But in short time, after being killed, they'll come right back. Sometimes they come back even stronger than what they were before. This is kind of the process that we keep dealing with in the world with terrorism, because what we're doing is we're approaching a internal issue with an external response, and that never works. You see, in order for you to truly kill a daylily, you've got to get rid of the root. You've got to pull them all the way out of the ground, get rid of every bit of a root that's there. That is the same concept that we have to do with ideals like terrorism or racism, for that matter. We have to get rid of them at the root, at the core. And it takes much more than just surface responses. Let's digress from a worldview to a national view. Now, the United States suffers from a lot of issues, but by far one of the most damaging and largest issues that this country deals with is drug addiction. Now, I've talked about this before briefly, but it should be noted that America has never faced the internal problem of drug addiction properly since its conception. The war on drugs was really just the war on African Americans, and it was nothing more than a campaign that led to another epidemic, which was mass incarceration. 
If you've really been paying attention, then you understand that it wasn't until recently that we started to say that drug addiction is a mental issue and not a criminal one. See, this issue of addiction is an internal problem, and it can't be solved by simply locking people up. Another thing that has to happen is, is people need to stop confusing the drug dealer with the drug user. Yes, the dealer is a criminal and deserves punishment for their crime. However, we have to understand that the user is a victim of craving. And while they should be punished for breaking any laws that any states or local municipalities have, as well as federal, if it's to that level, there needs to be another element of assistance that is a part of the rehabilitation process. You know, it always amazes me how the Bible and Jesus talk so much about care for others and compassion. And yet so many of my Christian brothers and sisters are so harsh when it relates to crime and punishment. Now, there's a history in that too, but I'm not going to dig into that in this podcast. In my line of work, I see it every day. And I'll tell you, people who are addicted to drugs have a sickness and they need help. Many times, this addiction leads to so many different issues that they just cannot tackle on their own. And if we care anything about the next person, then it is vitally important that we look out for those who cannot look out for themselves. Now, this may have very well been a created situation, but understand that if you care, if you have compassion, then we have an obligation to look at our practices and see if they are more damaging than they are helpful. Again, like I said, internal issues have to be addressed differently than external. The drug dealer is an external problem, and we have an external solution for that. But the drug user has an internal issue that we have to direct a different type of solution toward. So finally, we get down to the individual level. And the truth of the matter is, at the individual level, there are so many internal problems that it is almost impossible to simply pick one to focus on. So we'll take more of a closer look at the approach as opposed to the symptoms. In Christianity, we have a teaching, and that teaching says that we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but with powers and principalities. That concept refers to the ideology that our true enemy is not a physical entity, but more so an intangible one that directs its attack towards us in intangible ways. When we talk about our individual stance, our individual status in our communities, in our homes, in our jobs, when we think about ourselves as one being, one person, we have to understand that the war that we fight against is not the fact that we're big or strong or fast. It's not even the fact that we're smart. The problem comes into our spiritual anchors, the things inside of us that cause us to make the decisions that we make, the things inside of us that cause us to do the things that we do, the choices. And most times, our biggest faults tend to show up in our 
emotional instability. When we let our anger rule our decision, when we let jealousy cause us to make decisions, when we allow ourselves to be lazy, when we allow ourselves to fall victim to sadness, those are the things that exacerbate every single issue that we could have externally. One of the number one reasons why people's health tends to fail is due to stress. Stress is not a tangible issue. It is an intangible that is caused by a collective of emotional responses due to situations that most times we can't do anything about. I did a podcast on faith and fear at the very beginning of my tenure doing this podcast. And I explained that fear in itself is nothing more than the belief in a negative outcome in a situation that it has yet to manifest. Ladies and gentlemen, understand that there is a continuous and constant attack on your psyche and on your spiritual grounding. And that attack doesn't necessarily always come from somebody physically assaulting you. There are a lot of things that show up and you have to learn how to fight against those things internally. Anger, frustration, worry, doubt. Those are all internal attacks and you have to gain sound mind, good understanding and center yourself on the concepts of doing the best you possibly can and knowing and hoping and believing and having faith that everything will work out in the end. It's not easy. I totally understand it because I deal with it the same way you do. I have my doubts. I have my fears. I have my disbeliefs. I get upset. I get angry. I become sad. Sometimes depression can creep in. These are all natural elements of life and the individual walk that we all take. But the one thing that we cannot do is we cannot fall victim to any of those negative responses, any of those negative feelings. We can never become their puppets. Now, me, I have chosen to do quite a few things to help me assist in being able to defeat the internal issues that show up in myself. One of those decisions that I made was to be a Christian. But not just be a Christian, but also take the journey to understanding Christianity in its fullest. The good, the bad, the indifferent. Because knowledge is power. And understanding unlocks gates that you just won't have at the very beginning. I decided to spend time doing things that I enjoy. So that the stressors of the day don't creep into me. At every walk of life, I'm going to tell you one of the most depressing things in the world is to go to work and work all day in hell and then come home to hell again. That's something that you have to eliminate because you need a place of rest. You need a place of comfort. You need hobbies. You need things that are healthy for you to do. And I don't mean whenever you get into a stressful situation, you sit down on the couch, put your favorite television show on and start eating. That's not the solution. But you definitely need healthy habits, healthy hobbies, things for you to escape. And another very vital part of securing your individual internal sanity is to understand that there are things that you cannot change. You can't help them, you can't change them, 
There was no way of you stopping them. So there is absolutely no way for you to be able to fix them. Stop stressing over things that you have no control over. I don't even waste brain power on situations that I can't change. If I try to fix something once and it doesn't work, and I try to fix it again and it doesn't work, I'm not going to continue to worry about this situation anymore because I understand that either one, I'm not supposed to fix it, two, my fixing isn't welcome, or three, there's just something about this situation that has absolutely nothing to do with me or my understanding. So I'm not about to sit here and lose sleep over something that I can't change. And ladies and gentlemen, you need to be that way when it comes down to dealing with situations, with items, and with people. Because I guarantee you there's somebody listening to this podcast right now that is losing their mind stressing over fixing a person that doesn't want to be fixed. You can't fix an individual who doesn't want to be fixed. So there's no need of you losing sleep. There's no need of you binge eating or putting yourself in a situation that is going to cause you to have problems and issues health-wise because you're spending more time stressed out over something or someone that you can do nothing about. Okay, so let's recap. Our three levels are good of self, good of our community and neighborhood, and good of the world. Our two layers that we have to discuss are external and internal. With the main focus this week on the internal layer, we have to understand we can't beat ideals with missiles. We have to take a different approach to solving internal problems that plague our communities and our neighborhoods. And we have to make sure that we are grounded internally to face our own individual issues and push forward all right well that's all i got for you guys this week i thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode i want to make sure that you guys understand once we get outside of these holidays i'm going to start a brand new series on leadership but right now we're going to focus on the subject matter at hand continue to listen continue to take in the jewels i love you my soapboxes peace